This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Off the top in this hour, well, weren't we just talking about how much things have changed from the 1980s? Uh, obviously, look, when, I was, when I was a kid, when I was 10, 12 years old, when it came to something like pornography, it was either one of your friends somehow got their hands on a, on a nudie magazine or somehow got their hands on a, an actual videotape of a movie. It's a totally different world now. Uh, and for young people, it's pretty easy to find pornography online. So how do we teach kids about how to navigate the online world? and to warn them about the, the dangers of pornography. Well, Alberta School trustees this week voted 85% in favor uh, of a motion to lobby to have the topic included in a reworked sex ed school curricula. So what might that look like, though? Joining us uh, for some further thoughts, we're pleased to welcome to the program here today, John Tompkinson, who's vice chair of the Leduc-based St. Thomas Aquinas a Roman Catholic school division. John, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Hi, Rob. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. All right. So you, you had uh, spearheaded this initiative. Is that right? Well, we had a discussion around our board table uh, over the last number of months anyways as this issue was emergent. But uh, I think the federal government's action last week is what really spurred us to move forward and bring this to the provincial assembly. Which motion? Explain that. Uh, last week, there's been discussion even at the federal level uh, in regards to policy and, and pr- discussing the harm that pornography is doing in our society. Last Monday, Motion 47 was uh, passed and received all party support in the House of Commons from Alberta MP Arnold Verson. Uh, and uh, what he presented was a motion that really struck a standing committee on health, be instructed to examine the, the uh, effects of online violence and sexually explicit material and the ramifications that that's having for society. So as we learned about that last week, and uh, in the education circles across the province of Alberta, we know that we're under uh, undergoing a curriculum review. We felt that it was very timely to bring this forward to the Provincial Assembly. Uh, that as we get this information from the federal government, we could look for uh, opportunities to incorporate that into our updated curriculum. Right. Now, this was at the Alberta School Boards Association. That's this right. includes public boards as well. But I, I, mean, I do wonder, because, of course, we had the, the Edmonton Catholic School Board recently pass a motion urging cable companies to stop carrying adult channels. I mean, obviously, I think then Catholic school boards are coming at the issue with, you know, a, a bit more of a, a moral or religious perspective on the issue. And that might be, uh, uh, might be a possibility for the motivations of some other boards. I mean, when we take a look at it, this isn't a, a Catholic, non-Catholic issue. When we look at the studies and the data and have the conversations with the professionals that uh, that give us the information when we request it, this is a universal issue. And I think that that's evidenced as well by the discussion happening at the federal government with this Motion 47. Okay, so what, what would this look like in practice, though? Well, you know, honestly, in my role and capacity as a governor and a trustee, I'm not a teacher and I'm, I'm not uh, a professional curriculum director. Our role at the Alberta School Boards Association and at our local school boards and school divisions as trustees is to guide and to bring issues to light that require uh, political push and, and political weight to make them happen. And so as we go through the curriculum review that the ministry is doing, I know that ATA is participating in it, the education stakeholders, the, the government just had that uh, a big survey across the entire province for parents and citizens to engage in. I think that how it gets crafted on the other side will depend on 
what results we get from the federal government, uh, what resources there. I think that the professionals uh, that look after pedagogy and curriculum content would be best suited to design what's going to be appropriate throughout the curriculum. Now, is that to say that none of this is being discussed right now, or, or is it possible that, that some of this maybe is part of the, the sex ed curriculum or, or even in, in other subjects? I would hope that some of this already is part of the conversation, and, uh, and in a certain extent, uh, there's been lots of discussions around sex ed, there's been lots of discussions around different pieces of content types, but specific to this, as the surveys just come into the provincial government, we don't know what's come in or not come in from that survey, and as a board at St. Thomas Aquinas, we felt that it was appropriate to discuss that with our other uh, peers in the school board area and, uh, and uh, solicit their support for the associations to advance it and to put it on the minister's desk and say, listen, we, this is something that we think is important. This is something that, in the best interests of the kids for their health and wellness, should be at appropriate places in the curriculum. All right, so as you say, I mean, it's going to be up to teachers in terms of how to shape this curriculum, but what do we want the end result to be? What is it we're trying to get through to young people? Well, I think the crux of the background information that we provided to the other school boards uh, uh, covers that, and that is that uh, there's there's really a lot of studies and a lot of research that's coming out that's saying that the, the brain and the, the childhood development that goes on in adolescence and young children, uh, exposure to pornography at young ages and throughout sexual development causes uh, all kinds of different issues, causes uh, increased violence against women statistically. It can lead to... Uh, child sexual abuse and numbing, ramifications for relationships and sexual development, positive relationships. Some of these problems we start to see in dealing with students uh, across the province in upper age level brackets that are still within the system that have been exposed or developed uh, uh, habits and, and addictions in some cases to pornography. And so what we would be looking for and what is in our resolution is that education on the harmful effects of pornography be in the curriculum just as we deliver curriculum pieces on the harmful effects of drugs and alcohol, we think that there should be a discussion on the harmful effects of pornography. But can we frame that in a way that the kids can understand? Mm-hmm. You know, we, I mean, I think what you're talking about and those, those kinds of effects on, on teenage brains and how they view relationships, et cetera, that that, that can be some, some heavy stuff. It can, but uh, no more heavy than uh, a D.A.R.E. program talking about don't do drugs or mothers uh, against drunk driving coming forward and and talking about the dangers of uh, uh, unreasonable alcohol abuse or drunk driving and and the like. So I think that it is critical that as the curriculum review process goes ahead that this be appropriately placed in the curriculum. It has to be age-appropriate has to be connected. There were some other motions that were passed at the Alberta School Boards Association AGM that reference uh, student wellness and reference mental health, and in a lot of ways many of these are connected. But uh, making sure that the harmful effects are communicated appropriately to discourage engagement with pornography. Sure, and and look, I mean, I think there's there's a natural curiosity in the part of young people when yeah. it comes to this kind of stuff. And, and I don't think we want to, to make kids feel ashamed about that. Uh, so how do we, we balance that side of it? Again, I think that's where we spoke about uh, appropriately. If we were to present a motion at the provincial table that went into uh, what we may or may not feel would be appropriate for pre-kindergarten curriculum versus grade 12 curriculum, Right. Uh, I, I think that to go down that rabbit hole is to uh, is to go into the realm of someone else's professional capacity to make those determinations. 
And notwithstanding that, there's going to be a number of opportunities. I'm, I'm sure through the curriculum review that the government is going to be looking for feedback from boards, from associations, from the public. And so uh, I hope, uh, and as a trustee at St. Thomas Aquinas, hope that we would see uh, possibilities for how that might look in the end. But I wouldn't want to presume at this point what that would look like. Okay. But, I mean, th- this comes, obviously, then, as, as Alberta is going through a, a curriculum review. And so is it meant to, to coincide with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I'd like to see it as quickly as possible, but this is a natural point. Our curriculum hasn't been looked at uh, in many, many years. And so as that's being done, let's make sure that we're not missing this because part of these things have been missed before. Yeah. Well, that's that's a fair point. John, we'll, we'll leave it there and we'll see how it all plays out from here going forward. But appreciate you making some time for us today. No problem, Rob. Appreciate it anytime. You have a good day. You too. Thanks again. John Tomkinson, Vice Chair of the St. Thomas Aquinas. Aquinas? Aquinas. Uh, Roman Catholic School Division based in Leduc. And so they they had brought this forward. This came to the, uh, as mentioned, the annual meeting of the Alberta School Boards Association. And there was broad support for this uh, to say that the province should include this in a reworked school curriculum. But, you know, what what does that look like? Well, obviously, there's there's some blanks to be filled in. But there there is a concern, obviously, that, that young people are accessing this. And, and obviously, this can have a detrimental effect on young people. It's not meant to be for kids. So, you know, I, I think maybe it's it's comparable to, to the alcohol conversation you need to have with kids. Because recognizing that it is something that is legal for adults, something that adults can and do enjoy... I, I think my concern about this would be this, this sort of broader moral message that, that all pornography is, is evil and we need to instill that in kids. I mean, you don't have to like it. But I think the argument, though, that it's, it's damaging to society, right? I mean, it goes back to, to the argument that's been made, which is often referred to as the more porn, less rape argument, that as pornography has proliferated, thanks to the Internet, uh, sex crimes have decreased. So it hasn't led to this this increase in sex crimes. I think a lot of critics assume it has. Again, none of that is to say that it's okay for kids. And does, though, the finger wagging that, you know, don't watch this, kids, this is bad, is that effective? So how do you communicate it in a way to kids? You know, especially teenagers who know where to find it, who are curious about it. Say, that's going to mess you up, kids. Don't look at that. Because I think sometimes we do that, maybe with an approach of, hey, you know, the end justifies the means. So let's overstate the the risks of something. We'll try to scare kids away from something. And it can backfire. right? And if kids realize that maybe you're you're not being upfront with them, it makes it hard for them to take you seriously on, on some of the other stuff. So how do we get it through? How can that be part of a curriculum to help underscore the dangers and the risks of online pornography? Anyway, 403-974-8255 is a number. We'll come back. Uh, your thoughts on how to address this delicate subject, your calls, your text. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.